This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Dukes and Bell. Talking all things Georgia TCU. It, it, it could just be the calm before the storm. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Whoa. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, it is good to have you out here. Mm. Lots of our listeners are hanging out with us as we get ready for the national championship game. Again, Mike mentioned it, college football game time, 6 o'clock. We're done a little bit early. Tomorrow we'll come back full show, and we will have a lot to talk about. Hopefully we're talking about a repeat and another national champion for the dogs. But we will see how that shakes out. Chris Goforth, Randy McMichael coming up at 6 o'clock, taking your calls after the game tonight. Orn and Dylan will be here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So make sure you're hanging out with those guys. you got something to say or respond after the game. Mike, let's talk about the Falcons because we'll get to some more dog conversation along the hour. Kirk Herbstreet talking about what he thinks is going to decide this game. Mm. Also, he talks about Georgia being the new standard in college football. You'll hear that along the way. And coming up in less than 15 minutes, we're going to talk about the NFL playoffs because now it is set. All right, a couple of things. First of all, what would you think of yesterday's final game? I want to win every game I go to. We're just talking about it with our guys that are season ticket holders like us. And, yeah, man, we finished with two wins. Brady did start. They pulled the plug once Grady Jarrett started breaking things up in the middle. Brady's like, okay, I'm out. I don't need any more 97 in my face. I'll tap out of here. <laughs> so that was kind of cool to see. But, yeah, I mean, you, you did beat the Bucks, and you did, uh, you know, they earned the playoffs anyway, but you sent them out on the wrong side of 500, which I like. And I just wanted to see. We were just talking with two of our regular listeners here about, do you see enough? We, lo- we want to see Ritter get this job, but I still want more than four games. Everyone kind of agrees with us, Carl, that the time to make that move would have been after the Carolina game. The, you know, the, the mini buy with that, you know, 10 days off, that would have been the time. And as Arthur Smith told us a few weeks ago, he may have had to have uh, taken out some of the pages in the playbook, but I still think Falcon fans, they just want to be 100% this guy is the guy. He should have three, a third touchdown, should have had one last week. So he's got three touchdowns, let's just say for argument's sake, no interceptions. The only blemish on Ritter's account are the fumbled snaps. And I don't know how much of that is Dolman because Dolman ain't great at getting the ball in the quarterback's hands anyway. Does he excite you? Does Desmond Ritter excite you? I know a lot of Falcon fans because I talk to you and I've said this and you go, Dukes, man, what are we going to do at quarterback? We've only seen this young man for four games. Let's get things around him better. I'm with Mike. I think he's capable. And more than anything, that's what we were kind of trying to figure out here. Is he capable of doing the job? That's all I need to know. I don't know if he's going to win championships or how many division championships will win or if we'll go to a Super Bowl. 
But, Mike, if you're smart, and I'm hoping Terry Fontenot is, if you feel like we've got a guy, and I do, I know how you feel, but let's mm. get some more, let's get some more time under the under his right. belt before we start saying, well, he ain't doing enough. He don't excite me. They don't throw the ball down the field. This team wasn't built that way. No, we're, we're built. I mean, you had AJ Brown in Tennessee when he was there talking about when Arthur Smith was in Nashville. But the good news is, you drafted Drake London. If we drafted a guy for the God the name of God, let's get some action out of him. This dude gets the ball in his hands. Mariota could get nothing going consistently right. with Drake London. You're right. This guy has nearly doubled the production with Drake. He's throwing into. Let's be honest. He's taken, as you saw, the New Orleans game. By the way, that's why I would say he'd start him after Carolina. Let him start against the Bears at Mercedes Benz for his first game, not on the road in New Orleans. That was a tough one. Ravens was a tough one. But Carl, he's making throws into tight windows. He's dropped some balls, some dimes in there. I like what I'm seeing. But again, I can't tell you definitively because it's only four games. I All mean, right. I'm, I'm literally, I'm not on the fence. I'm, you know me, I'm leaning Ritter, but I want more. Let's talk about the guys that are building blocks here. It's Dukes and Bell. It's our Falcon Report. Grady was talking about the rookies, Mike, getting better. If you're not watching what Tyler Algier is doing or Drake London and going, okay, we might have, we might be on to something here, then you're not paying attention. This is Grady talking about the rookies. I think without a doubt, you know, whenever you have young players playing well, you know, and um, it always they get more experienced, people get better, you know. So I think um, that goes without saying, without a doubt. They're going to get better. Chris Lindstrom, Mike, was asked after the game about the foundation. We heard Arthur Smith say this. He said it to us. You know, we're trying to build a culture, and we hear that a lot in the NFL and certainly in football. Right. This is the same record we had last year, but does it feel different? Does it feel yeah, different? it does. It, it, we've, we've turned a corner. I said it to you all season long. This was going to be our gap year. You know, we're, what are we going to get to? Are we going to have some momentum in some areas? Well, the defense, guys, as bad as it was, as many holes as we had, the defense actually bent but didn't break. How many games we went down to the final possession or the last? We had a chance to win almost every game we were in, save for the Bengals. The Rams, we got behind and came back, but we were in it. And I'm just a little concerned now, and we'll dovetail, if you will, into the Dean Pease thing because Dean Pease announced that he is stepping down, and i got to be honest, you want to talk about making lemonade out of some lemons? He did a hell of a job. Yeah. Um, listen, he's, he's 73 years old, and this is what I was talking about earlier when I said things happen that sometimes you just kind of figure out it may be time. Mm. You may retire and then be like, well, I still want to work. And then you go to work, <laughs> and, you, and you have a freak accident at work, mm. and then you realize, I better enjoy this retirement. Dean Pease gets accidentally ran into – at the Caesars Dome or whatever it is yeah. down there in New Orleans. And I will tell you, I think, you know, he goes to the hospital. He ends up being fine. But when you go through stuff like that, as much as you love it, you're like, I've done this for 50 years. It may just be time. Mm. He came out of retirement. It's the second time, by the way, because he respected Arthur Smith so much that he was like, look, I want to still do it. I'll come help. But two years in now, we are about to have a new guy, and I'm just hoping that new guy – is as good as Dean Pease. And here's the reality, Mike. He probably is not going to be because he's not going to have 50 years yeah. of football experience and a Super Bowl under his belt with the Baltimore Ravens and a guy that's coached with Bill Belichick. He, the next guy is not going to have that. So how does this change the team defensively? Two teams are running the kind of 3-4 we're running. It's us in Green Bay. So if you feel we can hire his son or we want to continue to bring people up from inside the organization – I guess the farthest you'd look would be Green Bay if you're looking for some. I mean, just for argument's sake, who's using this kind of defense? I tell you what, we got decisions about Rashawn Evans. We've got decisions about guys like Lorenzo Carter. And i got to be honest with you, I, I think we could do better. I think we could do better than Carter. He looks, he looks the part. I just didn't see it consistently enough okay. from him. Okay. But getting back to the young guys, I'll ask you for the second time in two weeks. I, I mean, is Epic Haiti just going to be a slow burn? 
kind of the way Foye Lewican was before he breaks out? I mean, when did, when does he become that guy? There was that second tier of pass rusher. I know you were high on him this year. I was. D'Angelo Malone. That's a that's another third. That's a third round pick. I, I saw things from him. I tell you what, Anderson, Troy Anderson, Anderson's making some plays. I like what I see from him. But is it going to take a while? We're going to work through this next year as well. Yeah, I, I just this is why this Dean P's absence, and I'm not going to make an excuse. We got all all season to figure right. this out. But I don't like. I hate the fact he's walking away. I, but, but yes, and, and and I respect it. And Coach P's, thank you. He'll be on a morning show tomorrow with, with Freaky and Hugh. Mm. But. Yeah, I think it's a bigger deal than what we're just looking at. And I know we're not worried about it right now because we don't have a game next week or we don't have a game in three months. But this he was on to something. And the defense, again, was kind of doing its job. And you were going, where's the star power? Mm. We keep saying, you add some more pieces. He knows what that looks like when you have an Ed Reed, right? He knows what that looks like when you got corners that can cover – it's just different. So we'll mm. see. It's a bigger deal, man. I, I uh, wish him nothing but the best, but I'm curious to see where Coach Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot go with this hire with the defensive coordinator. But just for argument's sake, next year you go get another defensive tackle in free agency. Uh, and the edge rushers, we said, it's not a great free agency class for edge rushers. The draft, how high are you going to go in the draft? Are you going to commit a first-round selection to an edge rusher? There's already a bunch of guys well, we, for the combine to get more details on some of these dudes, but there's a kid from Texas Tech. There's a couple of guys. Well, we got plenty of time to break down the draft. Real quick, one thing I know we have, and there's no guesswork, we have got our running back, RB1, Tyler Algier. How about that job, brother? Uh, again, in 16 games because he missed week one, Carl. He goes for 135 yards yesterday to clear 1,000 yards. Yeah, I love Algier. Uh, let's hear, as a matter of fact, from um, Drake London, um, because Drake was – or should I say Tyler Algier, who was talking about this, um, and he was talking about the future of the team. And, Garrett, I know this is a little switch-up, but I want you to hear Algier because Mike's right. This is something that we can grow on, build on. Mm. He had 135 yards yesterday, over 1,000. The last guy to do what, what we just saw with Algier was William Andrews. Some of you weren't even born in 1979. How about that? The red jerseys with the gray numbers. It's a tight jersey. Here is, uh, here's Algier. So I think it's a good, you know, coming off, coming off this dub, you know, two dubs in a row, I think it's a good start. You know, obviously still some work to be done. And um, sure, just getting ready for the, get ready for the off season. you know, get, get what we need to get fixed in and, um, She'll get ready, get ready for next season. We're excited. Get, get ready for next season. I wanted to play this. Chris Lindstrom talking about the foundation. We were talking about culture earlier. The foundation being built. This is Lindstrom, arguably our best offensive lineman, hands down, right? I'm looking around the room. Chris Lindstrom, I think he had a great year considering, you know, Jake hmm. struggled at times. We talked about Caleb McGarry, our issues at center. This is Lindstrom talking about building that foundation. Uh, it was it was really awesome to be able to uh, establish an identity, I think, and that's what our goal was. And uh, the mindset of our group every day was to come out and work as hard as we can and uh, really just communicate, and I think we really did that. And I think, um, it, it, again, it sets a really great foundation for next year. Now, Mike, what about his contract situation? Chris Lindstrom says hmm. he wants to be a Falcon for life. All right, let's do that. I got no problem cutting him a check uh, again, guys. That's a dude who's earned the fifth year, as you guys know, because he's been the workhorse and he's everything we thought he'd be out of Boston College. To me, the big question mark is, we were just talking during the commercial break with a couple of our, our listeners here at Hooters, is what does a Caleb McGarry contract look like? I mean, whatever the top five guards is, that's what Lynchham's going to get. He's a pro bowler. What are you going to pay Caleb, Caleb McGarry? Well, listen, Caleb McGarry, and I'm not saying this to, to poo-poo him or his effort this year, but Mike... If you look at the free agent list, Caleb McGarry may be the 70th best free agent available. I'm talking about top to bottom. I'm talking about quarterbacks, okay? 
Because now you got to throw Lamar Jackson in there. Mm-hmm. you got to throw – start going through the list and looking at guys. Caleb McGarry is not a top 25 free agent this offseason. I so hear you. I, but, it's I, always, but there's always one team looking for a right tackle well, to give him $15 million a year or well, something stupid well, like that. Well, then that's fine. We're going to see if Terry Fontenot is smart enough to say, we'll see you when we see you. Right. You cannot – we cannot get caught up in signing average guys for more mm-hmm. money than it's worth. It will get us back to where we were. We will right. be – in salary cap hell. If we're going to sign a guy who's a hell of a player and we want to pay him, that's different. I don't want to sign right. average guys for a lot more money than what they're valued. And that's my beef. I don't want to have to have a conversation where he's a really good run blocker, we're a run block, we're a run team. Oh, yeah, but, 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 his pass blocking sucks. Okay? That's not a guy I'm going to give 70 or 60 or however many million dollars to. And I know that you develop a guy, you had to challenge him by not picking up his fifth-year option. That's what it took to motivate him. I'm not sold. He's my default setting. At worst case scenario, I bring back McGarry, but I want to explore better options. How's that sound? No, it sounds. It, listen. Now, in the meantime, somebody might be stupid and give him that seventy-five million. That's and this is where you walk away. This is where you have to say thanks for your services. We appreciate you. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio ninety-two nine. The game. More to get to. NFL playoffs are set. We're live in Kennesaw, guys. More dog conversation on the way. And we mentioned college football game time special edition tonight, six o'clock with Randy Goforth and Rand, or should I say Chris Goforth and Randy hmm. McMichael. You're going to hear what Herb Street had to say about what he thinks this game's going to come down to in less than 20 minutes. But when we come back, they're limping in, and Mike is not confident that they're going to do anything. We'll tell you more about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Starting your work week live at Hooters in Kennesaw. Ahead of tonight's big game. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Falcon season is over, but I just want to put this in Falcon fans' heads. 14 teams make the playoffs. Seven this year didn't make it last year. Seahawks, Ravens, Jags, mm. Chargers, Dolphins. Vikings, Giants, that could be us next season. This is why the NFL is always changing, Mike, rotating, revolving, things change. And I'm curious to see which one of these teams step up. Now, I don't know if any of these teams get to the Super Bowl, but the fact is they weren't in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. 
But the Cowboys are limping into the playoffs. They get the Buccaneers on Monday night, and you don't think that they're going to do anything. No, man. I mean, I bet the damn Cowboys. So, of course, it stings right now, Carl. That's why I was being a wise-ass when I said, well, the Cowboys are in playoff form. They look flatter than my kid sister out there. So now they got to go to Tampa Bay. I would imagine they can beat the uh, the Bucs. They were, what, three-point favorite we looked at earlier? I think Dallas can get it done, but man, Dak Prescott has been so inconsistent and disappointed in the last quarter of the season. No other way to put it. He threw a pick six yesterday in a game against the Commanders in which they didn't look good. Mike's Commanders right. had nothing to play for and no. brought their A game, and the Cowboys looked like they were asleep. I mean, so Saturday, guys, we get Seahawks 49ers. We'll talk more as the week goes on and give you more breakdowns and head to some of the cities where these uh, playoff games are going to happen. Chargers at Jacksonville. That game's intriguing to me. That's Saturday night, 8-15. It's NBC. Trevor Lawrence's first playoff appearance. Right. And then on the other side, Herbert and the Chargers, Mike. And, and listen, when they've got everybody healthy, they played us and beat us, and Herbert pretty much carried them, and they didn't have anybody on the field except right. Eckler. But that is an interesting game on Saturday night. And that's the thing. Part of the reason, you know, we always argue about who's the quarterback you want in the future. His his touchdowns were way low this year because of all the turnover wide receiver. Remember when they beat us? They was, it was just basically thrown to Eckler, right? And the, and the third and the fourth string wide receiver. In this case, it's Mike Williams hurt again. Now it's his back injury, so they can't seem to you know get any luck in that department. But they're saying he should be ready for the Chargers, Chargers and Jags. Meanwhile, the Jaguars... I mean, they, they were ugly. Yes, offensively they missed a number of opportunities, but their defense picked them up in a game they, let's be honest, Joshua Dobbs, he's a hell of a story, but he's not an NFL no, quarterback. No. Um, the number one seeds, guys, Kansas City with their win over the Raiders. The Eagles get the number one seed. They didn't look, listen, Jalen Hurts, that time off, he right. didn't look crisp in that game, but they get the, the bye, so they get to sit and chill and see what happens. Sunday, we get Dolphins at Bills. Now, part of the narrative going into this game as we turn towards the playoffs now is, Tua, are the Dolphins going to take a chance and maybe play Tua? Is he going to clear protocols? I don't know. I don't think he plays. But you're going to Buffalo. All the momentum right now is with Buffalo and, and where they're at. That Jets game was just ugly. It I mean, was. I know if you're a Dolphin fan, you're just hoping you can sneak or find a way to sneak it in there. But, man, that was about, that was about as anemic an offensive performance you're ever going to see in pro football. Uh, it was 3-3, and then they kick a field goal <laughs> in overtime to win the game yesterday. Giants at Minnesota. Mike, I'm going to call it right now. I don't even know what the spread is. This was the game in which the Vikings pulled out like a 60-yard field goal. Correct. The Giants are going to go back into Minnesota, and I'm telling you right now, they're going to give them all they can ask for. Now, Daniel Jones, this is sort of the – there's an article in the New York Post that says, look, this is it, nut cutting time. You know, general (laughs) manager's gone that drafted you. This is your moment to step up. And, you know, Saquon Barkley is – you know, he's been a workhorse. He's had sort of a bit of a roller coaster in the second half of the season. But they've got – you know, they're, they're sneaky in the sense that they've got a decent enough defense. They're wide receivers. Who's it? It was a wide receiver at his first touchdown all in like two years as a giant yesterday or over the weekend. This team, I don't know, Carl. I, I still think the Vikings at home. I know where you're going with this, but I still think the Vikings are going to find a way. I'm Although nobody you. respects, nobody respects Kirk Cousins. All right. And then you got the Ravens at Bengals. Now, the reason why this is interesting, the Bengals avoided a coin flip. Bengals fans were hot at the idea that if they would have lost yesterday, Home field advantage would have been decided by a coin flip because mm. of what happened in Buffalo with DeMar Hamlin. It didn't play out that way. So the Bengals get to host this game. So basically, we just watched this game yesterday. They'll do it again oh. next week in the right. playoffs. And by the way, sorry, I don't, Squid Billy, it's like a splinter in his brain when I throw a fact to it out and I don't resolve it. It was Kenny Galladay, oh, his yeah. first touchdown catch in two seasons. Yeah, Galladay, all that hype. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, so, yeah, man, the, the playoffs. And then Monday night we mentioned Cowboys, Buccaneers, and then we'll get to the division. Naheem Hines with the two touchdown runs for Buffalo was insane. That was – I mean, and by the way, you know, the Patriots, a lot of people are saying they're not sold on Mac Jones. Statistically, checks the boxes, but a lot of people are saying there's a great column today in Boston against the Herald saying the experiment with the two-headed monster at offensive coordinator was a fail. And you've got to go get Bill O'Brien in here as an OC. I don't. I didn't need a scientist to tell me. We that. all saw. But again, but Belichick gets a pass because he's been a stinking genius for thirty years. I uh, I'm curious to see what changes he makes on his staff. They don't make the playoffs. By the way, last time the Patriots were in the playoffs, go look at it. Who they have? I, I, Mike, all this conversation about Belichick. Mm. What's he done since since Tom Brady's left? Correct. I mean, correct, and the and the and the the uniqueness of his drafts doesn't seem so brilliant now, does it? Some of the moves they've made, the surrounding cast, the lack of skilled position players, the 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 offense with no deep threat ability. You know, it's an anemic offense to watch. Now you could say oh, he's at sixty five percent throwing, but so what? Yeah. Five every throw is three yards. The other interesting game, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game we're going to talk dogs, guys, in less than six minutes, and let you hear what Kirk Herbstreet had to say about what he thinks the key is tonight. We'll also hear from our guy David Pollock and Danny. Con- talking about TCU belonging in this game. Mm. I hope you're not a dog fan rolling around right now however you're listening to the show going, Dukes and Bell, I'm not worried. This is a very good TCU team. And, you know, turnovers decide a lot of games, big plays, all that stuff. We don't know how it shakes out, but they are a very good team. We'll let you hear that coming up in less than six minutes. I want to talk about the game last night. Mm. Packers, Lions. Lions find out 40 minutes before the game, you guys, we're not going to playoffs regardless of what happens tonight. And their head coach... Listen, give him credit, man. He basically said, all right, if we're not going, they're not going. We're going to go out and play our best game. And, Mike, they put the Packers out of the playoffs. Yeah, and you and I talked about how good Jared Goff looked, threading the needle, making making some big-time throws you don't expect, you don't really associate him with, right? You saw that last night. The uh, the Aiden Hutchinson, man, I would. how many Falcon fans listening right now would give your left some appendage to have a guy like that coming off the edge for this team for the next 10 years? He's a getter. He's a go-getter. Right. But then do you say Aaron Rodgers, you know where the, you know where the heat's coming from. How do you not get rid of the football? How how is it like it was almost like it was the home run ball or nothing? There was yeah. no in between setting for Aaron Rodgers last night with those two picks. I, I thought, listen, I thought Lafleur got out coached last night. I thought the the chess game was won mm. by the coaching staff of the Lions, and give the Lions credit, man. Uh, you know, again, you can tell me like, oh well, you know, it didn't matter. Those guys played with a lot of heart, and 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 they're going for it on fourth down, Mike. Like they they right. were going to get in the playoffs, right? And there was no reason why not to, man. Go for it, you know. And I'll say it again, look. On our show, we're not one of these guys. If we, you know, we have an opinion about the Lions after watching Hard Knocks, I thought it looked like a clown show. I said, man, this, this practice they run is so Mickey Mouse. It's like Harry, Harry high school stuff. As long as those guys respond, they started one and six, and then the switch went on, and that team finished with tremendous momentum. Now, do they build on it for next year? That team's got some really exciting things. Getting Jamison Williams healthy—that's another yeah. weapon. Yep. So all of a sudden, Dan Campbell—I give him credit, man, because I thought that was like the, the worst hire in, in recent history, and he's really making things cook. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. I think Garrett just said Tua has been cleared for practices. Oh, not, not cleared. cleared. Okay, because I was going to say, I've not heard that. Not cleared. And I don't think he plays. I've said this on the show. There is an obligation by the team, and I think more importantly the NFL, to protect Tua. If you're a Dolphins fan and you go, yeah, but he gives us the best chance to win and we're in the playoffs, this trumps that. I hate to tell you guys, this trumps his health and long-term viability 
trumps wherever the Dolphins are right now, and I just don't think they're going to roll the dice. Well, listen to this. While we're talking about quarterbacks that are uh, maybe not playing in the biggest game of the year, uh, John Harbaugh talking to the paper today saying noncommittal. There's no doubt Lamar Jackson wants to play in the wild card, but they're still not sure that he's healthy enough to play. So i got to be honest. they got no shot of going up against the Bengals without Lamar Jackson. Well, you're going to see what you saw yesterday. You're going right. to see the Bengals jump out to a 14-point lead, and then all of a sudden they score, and it's over in the fourth quarter before you know it. I, listen, how does he not play, Mike? I get the whole regular season thing, and he's trying to get the bag, and he doesn't want to you know, injure himself or put himself in harm's way. How do you not play for your guys with a chance in the playoffs to go upset the Cincinnati Bengals? How do you not? Right. According to ESPN Stat Nerds, he's looking to become the first quarterback in 17 NFL seasons to miss the last five final games and then start a postseason game. Last guy to do it was Byron Leftwich with the Jaguars in 05. Yeah, well, I said, I, I think it's 48 days or something like that since his mm. last game. That's a long time, guys. You don't, And by the way, guys not being there Thursday and Fridays, I know we casually talk about this, but you don't come out of an injury, okay, practice, and then just turn it on. You, what you're hoping is right. you're getting some practice time under your belt. These last few weeks when he hasn't been practicing is when you were hoping he would, even if he didn't play. Mike, his chances of playing well in that yeah. game are slim to well, none. You just mentioned the Eagles. Look how flat Jalen Hurts looked. Jalen Hurts, well, there was rust involved there. You saw it. That's what Tampa's going to have a problem with because you look at their offensive line, worse is high ankle sprain. He's coming back, though, right? Donovan, yeah, he played a little bit Sunday. Donovan Smith was out, but Hainsey went out with a hamstring. Now, Ryan Jensen has been activated. But, he hasn't played all year. But he hasn't played all year as a center. Now, I know he's got time with Brady, but you telling me that uh, that Dallas isn't going to get after Tom Brady mm. with one of the best pass rushes in the NFL? You tell me they can't get to Tom Brady and take that game over? And if Brady's got to throw the ball in under two seconds, Evans and Godwin are getting downfield enough to have the impact you need. Well, that's where Fournette will come into play mm. big. Now, Fournette can get healthy. He barely played yesterday. Fournette is a very good receiver out of the backfield. He, he killed us in week five. This is where Gronk comes out of the blue, Carl, and comes to – he shows up, <laughs> literally signs gotta, that contract that morning. you got to let the Gronk thing go, man. They need you Gronk. Gotta, Mike, you got to let it go. Gronk smash. By the way, Gronk is practicing – I didn't have this time for this in Guy Talk today. Gronk is going to be kicking a field goal attempt 25 yards live in the Super Bowl this year, Carl, oh, cool. as part of a betting website for folks to bet on and maybe win some big money. Well, it'll be hard to do that if he's playing in it. Well, again, squid. I'm just I'm not saying the Bucks are going anywhere, but Gronk <laughs> smash. Coming up, guys, we're going to talk dogs. You're going to hear from some of the experts about what they expect to see tonight. We're live at Hooters in Kennesaw. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Monday. 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 Making a Monday a lot better. Cool. It's Dukes and Bell, live from Hooters in Kennesaw. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Who will challenge the dogs atop the college football throne? Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone, and the drought is over. It's time for the road to the college football playoffs on Dukes and Bell. What do the dogs do tonight against TCU? It's Dukes and Bell. We are live in Kennesaw at Hooters, and I would love to tell dog fans, don't worry. This is going to be an easy game tonight. We got this. What could possibly go wrong? I just think, Carl, the more we've talked about this now, we've had a full week and out a day, it just seems like the narrative was Jalen Carter in the Ohio State game was going to be the disruptor. The defense wouldn't have to blitz as much. And they had to pivot. Kirby and his coaching staff had to pivot, and they had to ratchet up the blitzes, an overwhelming amount of blitzes in that second half against C.J. Stroud. And I just feel that Duggan is a dude that can maybe take that and move it and do some things with it. And I know that Herbstreit's got a prediction about this, and we talk about the personnel. We've been talking about personnel all day. All day. And the scheme that both Georgia implies, I should say, employs on defense and that unique one that TCU uses. Yeah, the the three three five. 3 I want you to hear Kirk Herbstreet because this is something that I, I agree with him on. The thing that I'm on right now is I want to see who's up front, who's effective up front to, to start this game. Mm. TCU running the ball early? Are the dogs imposing their will early? I want to see how that shakes out. But this is something Herbstreet said, Mike, about UGA's DBs and those one-on-one situations. Mm. Listen to this. C.J. Stroud had maybe a career game against them. Um, you know, his scrambling ability, the ability to keep plays alive. To me, the reason, if you fast forward that to Monday night, is Duggan has similar capabilities. He, he is a scrambler. He's a runner. They've got to account for his ability with his legs. And to be able to do that, you've got to bring an extra guy down. And to get an extra guy down, you've got to be one-on-one on the outside. And can those corners hold up one-on-one? against Quinston Johnston and, and the rest of the playmakers they have. That, that, to me, is kind of the whole story of the game. It's the whole story. And, mm. and, again, he's talking about, okay, we know Duggan likes to run in situations he'll scramble. Well, C.J. Stroud did the same thing. If you're going to bring an extra DB down, he's saying now you're one-on-one with these guys on the outside. Right. Bo and I were just talking about this. And, again, I know a lot of dog fans are not familiar with this TCU personnel. They got about four guys that can flat-out mm-hmm. play. On the outside. These are pro-style NFL yes. big physical wide receivers. And, if, and again, don't forget, it doesn't necessarily have to be the perfectly run route. It's a 50-50 ball. And, then, and they do a lot of that. Back shoulder throws. Duggan does a lot of that, too. So these are all concerns for the secondary. And then as Kerbstreet says, you're bringing a guy down, whether that's a safety or a DB. One-on-one. Now you got some issues. That's the concern. All that's right. the rub. What about Kirby and Georgia being the new standard? I said this earlier, guys. It's Dukes and Bell. Last year, we were all hoping that they could find a way to beat Alabama. Now you've crossed that bridge, and Georgia's back here. It's just different. The standard is different. You feel differently. Herb Street was talking about Kirby and the dogs. Kirby is, is now the standard. Um, you know, whether he wins or, or not on Monday night, I think it's, it's pretty clear if you're just being objective and fair with the job they do in recruiting every year. Most importantly, the job they do in developing players, the staff that he has. Um, the fact that they don't ever take their foot off the gas, that is such a hard thing to do. 
and he's learned that it, uh, with, with Nick, you know, in the glory years there in Tuscaloosa, and he's brought that in his own way, with his own energy and his own way of coming up with ways to get guys mad and, and motivated. And I give him all the credit in the world. And if they win Monday night, I, it's not going to change me and where I am currently with Georgia. I think Georgia's the bar. Not that Alabama's gone or done. I just think Georgia's gotten to that point. <clears throat> and next year, I can't wait to watch how he gets them mad again. I, you know, win back-to-back. They'll come back next year. They'll be mad at the world again, feeling disrespected. And that's a credit to him and, and the approach that he has and the type of guys he recruits, too. Herb Street on mm. Georgia and Kirby being the new standard. Right. And, again, it's not, as, as I used to say, Alabama light. And then we said, you know, that's a timeout. Randy, I heard Randy Mack talking about that. So it's Georgia. It's Georgia's. It's Georgia reaching for what they should have been for decades, and now they've got it. They've got, always had the talent. Now you've got everything, the resources, the coaching staff, and the, the, the mindset, which not everybody – it's easy to say, Carl, that we're going to go – and they've executed. We're going to go be the most physical right. team. We're going to be right. the team that's the most – you know, let's be honest, that, that is, is, is stoic enough to ride the ups and downs of being down 14 points twice to Ohio State – Sleeping on TCU, there's a lot of things which, unless Jalen Carter has a freaking superhuman effort tonight, and he is the Kool-Aid man, and he's throwing those clowns around, but we heard earlier this week from David Pollock, he thinks TCU's O-line is actually better as a whole than Ohio State's. Yeah, and, and that's hard to believe when you think about how Ohio State beat up on Michigan, um, or should I say Michigan beat up on Ohio State, should I say, in their game. Either way, the two question marks are Darnell Washington and Kendra Miller. Miller's their running back. Washington, obviously, a big part of what the dogs do. Let's hear Kirby first on an update with the health situation of Darnell Washington. Yeah, we're hopeful we can get Darnell ready to play. He's continued to work really hard, done a lot of rehab, and uh, I know he really wants to. This is his first chance to play on the West Coast, and uh, he's from, you know, Vegas, and uh, this game means a lot to him, and uh, I know it's it's an important one to him. Kendra Miller banged up. Darnell Washington banged up. Sounds like Kendra Miller is more of a 50-50. Uh, I know that uh, you, you could argue he could be used as a decoy, but at the end of the day, you can't have an empty body out there as far as Darnell Washington on no. the line. If you're going to go to 12 personnel, he's got to do what his, his job calls for. Let's hear Sonny Dykes talk about the health of Kendra Miller. Both of these guys, you know, literally, game-time decisions, I'm guessing. You've got to be very, very careful, and obviously Kendra is going to want to play. Um, it's a big stage. He's a tough kid, um, but he's a young man, you know, and, and our job is to take care of him and make sure that we don't just see Monday night, that we see, you know, the big picture uh, as far as taking care of Kendra's health and, and uh, you know, and doing the right thing for him. Again, not just for Monday, but for, you know, his immediate future. That's Sonny Dykes talking about Kendra Miller. All right, Mike, before we get out of here, we're about to clear our throats. We're going to make it for college football game time. Chris Goforth, Randy McMichael, continue to get you ready, guys. And after the game, a reminder, Dylan and Orn taking your phone calls uh, tonight after this, this national championship game. Dogs win? Yes. <laughs> Say 45-35. How's that sound? I'm with you. I think they win, too. I think we're talking about a repeat tomorrow. Let's hope so. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9. The Game. 
Stay tuned, guys. College football game time's on the way. I want to thank all the folks here at Hooters, everybody that came out today, Kyle Pitts Jr. included. That's right. And uh, they're very engaging and effervescent staff here at Hooters. Unbelievable. Hey, appreciate our on-site engineer, Eric, all our uh, promotion staff, Bo Morgan, executive producer. Jersey Mike over there, yeah. Garrett back at the studio. Thanks for stepping in for Turtle tonight. Turtle's on tonight, right? He's on. So make sure you stay Mm. tuned for that. He's going to be on a little bit later on. Tomorrow we're back at you, and I hope we're talking about the Dogs winning another national championship. Mm -hmm. Let's hope so. Can I get some Go Dogs in here? Yeah, go down. <laughs> let's hope that's the case. All right, Mike, let's get out of here and make way for Randy and Chris. Clear your throat. All right, buddy. We think of Los Angeles sunshine, right? 72. Ant, cold and rainy out there today. And so not the weather you'd want to be tailgating in any way if you could tailgate. <laughs> the folks in Los Angeles saw all the bad press about no tailgating outside of SoFi Stadium. L.A. Times article today says, don't blame us. It's the college football playoff. Oh. Those are the folks who says you can't tailgate. You're going to spend your money inside SoFi Stadium, not outside, roasting your own weenies and drinking your own brew. So they want everybody in there spending all the loot. L.A. says, don't knock us. We love the tailgate. This was not our decision. Wow. Hey, big shout out, man. If you guys didn't hear today, DeMar Hamlin out of the hospital. He's been released. He's back in Buffalo. That's awesome. It is incredible. Dr. William Knight says he can confirm he's doing well, and this begins the next stage of his recovery. Love for three. Love for Mm. DeMar. Hey, we're back at you tomorrow. Go dogs! if you love the show. You tell your friends. If you don't. No booty and buffalo shrimp for you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.